there is such a thing as too much knowledge. He transfers that info from your comlink to his computer. You don't see how he transfers it. You just see that your comlink is up on his computer now. I kind of do one of those like, is <laughs> like acknowledging sort of nods where I realize that he is worlds ahead of me in this particular field and I just have to <laughs> accept that I'm at his mercy for stuff like this. All right, I'm gonna write down a location for you. Um, this, yeah, whoever's holding this auction has somebody good working for him, I can say that. Yeah, okay, here it is. And he passes you a little piece of flimsy paper. It looks like it's way down, rock bottom. Uh, good luck. I'll keep, uh, keep trying at this chip. I'll give you a call. You keep that one, I'll take the other one? Sure. Or do you want me to try to sell both of them? No, I'll hold on to this one. That sounds great. Having the info is better than not, right? I still want that info. Yeah, I'll call you. Perfect. I'm gonna head to rock bottom. All right, good luck. You keep working, I'll talk to you in an hour. Actually, I'll talk to you in 35 minutes. Uh, I would prefer not to call you while you're down there. You know what? It's almost like you've done this before. How about I call you? Yeah, call call the bar, call the main number at the bar when, when you're no, down. No, 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 no. I want your personal number. I'm not mm -hmm. gonna go through some waiter out there. That is my personal number. I don't, I don't do it any other way. That's a lie and you know it. Give me your comlink number. I don't want to give you my comlink number. I just met you. I feel like we've known each other for a long time now, though. You don't trust me? Not com no, I, I don't. Fine, I'll call the bar. I start They'll walking put you out. right through. I poke Eyestock in the eye on the way out. <laughs> oh. And grab my gun, shut the door. And you head up into the rain. Are you heading directly to the place that Dima wrote down? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I got nothing else going on at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm on a mission. This is, we're, we're still, we're going like point to point here. Yep. Unfortunately, I don't have like a web of things happening. I have one thing is leading to the other, and I feel like I don't have a lot else to go on. But I really do believe that I'm on the clock with Enzo in the room. Yeah. Because eventually they're they're going to send a team of clones down to where I work, and they're just going to tear the place up and find that safe room. You grab a taxi and head out into the rain, down, down, down to rock bottom. It's part of the city you can't see the sky. Uh, you wouldn't be able to see it anyway. It's so cloudy and gross out. The water keeps dripping down here, and you as you go, you pass by little trash can fires and people slumped in, in entryways and and as you approach this location you spot somebody standing outside a door up until now everyone down here has been sort of sad dejected looking but this person looks like he's standing with purpose mm -hmm. it's a trend ocean okay now on the message boards mm -hmm. when he decoded the location was there any other information about how to get to the meeting or who was going to be at the meeting or anything like that. Nothing about who was at the meeting at all. Okay. And from what it looked like, it looked like it was going to be some sort of auction. I'm going to use a light side point right now. Okay. You ready for this? Yep. Maybe. In the location of the meeting, yep. there was a password to tell the door guy. All right. So you head up to this Trandoshan. He stands uh, at least two heads taller than you. And he 
is he's wearing pretty casual clothes, but under them you can see that there's definitely some padding. There's some armor under there. He's holding one of those big blasters that sort of slings over his shoulder, like Bosk. Mm-hmm. And he says, can I help you? Yeah, I'm here for the sale. He looks at you expectantly. Huddy's toothbrush. You can head right in. Thank you, beautiful. Steps aside, winks at you, and you head into the building. It is very, very dark. You can tell that this place has been abandoned for a long time. You're stepping over detritus and bits of building and pieces of paper and just trash all over the place. But as you make your way in, you spot a room that has a little bit more light, and you begin to hear the murmur of voices. You see about two dozen people standing around, including maybe five or six uh, holograms. And it doesn't look like anybody is in charge here, but they all look like your typical scum and villainy. People who are definitely here to buy illicit things. Do I recognize any of these people or any of these holograms? Let's get a check. Let's get a uh, underworld. How does underworld sound? Um, I would prefer streetwise. Underworld and streetwise are going to get you different things. Okay. I suppose this is underworld, right? I mean, it really is. It's not necessarily skullduggery because I'm not like doing something, right? Do you want me to do an underworld? I think underworld, yeah. Okay. Against what? Two purples. One success, three threats, but a triumph. A triumph, huh? Oh, boy. All right. So three threats with this. You're you're definitely being noticed. There are a couple eyes on you as you walk through this place. You spot a hologram of a human with short cropped hair and some high collar and scars on his face. You definitely spot a Mandalorian in dark armor, full armor with the helmet still on. There's a hut, not Pana. What do you got for that triumph? So Stanton's been thinking about this on the way down. Okay. He's starting to put together that there might be some truth to the rumors that he found on the message boards. And one of the things about private investigation is that you're going to start to rely on things that other people would dismiss, right? You listen to those rumors. You listen to those crazy conspiracy theories because while they're not always true, sometimes there's just a little nugget of truth buried into those things. And so now he's thinking, okay, let's spin this out. What if these inhibitor chips were capable of pure mind control? Let's say they cracked the code on them and they were able to absolutely do that. That would explain the situation that took place. That would also explain why they want desperately to keep this quiet to the point of hiding it from coming out. The RSF, that is. Or... Maybe these chips are worth so much that the person that took the two chips from there, that was just a heist. Maybe they took that from that room just simply for a pure cash grab on something like this. Maybe it was proof that this can in fact work and they're going to reverse engineer those chips and then create a whole bunch of them, which to me seems like the most plausible one, right? You get the chips, you break them down, if my guy Demo finds something special with those particular chips, then that's my leading theory in the clubhouse. The problem with all of this is that it none, none of this helps Enzo in my closet. 
and I still have to somehow get Enzo cleared of this because that is my job, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I really care about on this whole thing. Stanton is okay if the world kind of blows up. <laughs> it feels like it's been blowing up every day for him for the last mm-hmm. God knows how many years. And so he has long since accepted the fact that he cannot stop that from happening. However, he can complete his jobs and he is very dogged when it comes to that. So he's still trying to think of a way to get Enzo out of this whole thing. So <laughs> he right now, what he really wants to see is anybody out of this thing that he recognizes other than a bunch of thugs and crime lords. Anybody? Yeah, he'd really like to see a tie to the RSF because that would make a lot of sense for him. Now, if he sees somebody that he recognizes, I don't think that's a big stretch for him, right? Like, he's Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. If that person is not there, then that person is not there. And then he'll have to just roll with that. But if there's somebody there he recognizes, that's going to be a big key to this. Okay. Looking around, he sees a lot of crime lords. He sees people who are obviously with black sun. He sees pikes, three of them standing off in the corner. And in the back corner of this place, a head peeks out of a door. Purple skin, bald head. Not wearing a military uniform, but recognizable. It's it's Thujirmar. I knew and it. And I'm going to flip a dark side point. And then I don't feel like that's not a triumph. He was going to be here. So after I spend this dark side point, you can still spend your triumph. Oh, now, Thujamar does not know me. Not at all. Right. He doesn't know that I've been tracking him at this point. Yeah. Fair enough. You feel a hand on your shoulder, and you hear a familiar voice. So you made it this far. Is it Oren Rylar? It's definitely Oren Rylar. Looking okay. over your shoulder, his face is bruised. He's not in great shape. Now, did our friend Mal give you a little love tap? for those shenanigans you pulled on me earlier. What, for winning? Yeah, you gave me more than a few love taps. Well, Oren, see, that's the problem with you. It's not winning if you lose in the long run. way I see it, we're neck and neck here. This is the home stretch. Yeah, it's something. So what are you doing down here amongst these reputable creatures? Just checking on a lead. Mm-hmm. What are you doing down here? Well, I was about to catch up to uh, a particular friend of mine. Uh, he's hiding in the corner over there. Thurger, why don't you come on out here? You say that loud enough for him to hear? Yep. <laughs> he peeks his head out again and opens up his eyes wide <sighs> and ducks back in. Oh, he's shy. Do you want to call him out or do I have to make myself uh, have a little scene here? I think if we both head back there, we can solve this quietly. Hmm. See, I kind of came for the show as well. Hmm. So what you're saying is you want to wait until this is all over and then go after him? Well... Or I can just do it. Tell you what. Would you like to head back there and I'll follow you? Sure. That sounds good. For Stanton, that's about as good as it gets. At least he's going to have Orin in front of him. Orin kind of looks quickly to the left and right and heads back to this area in the back. It's dark back there as well. And you can hear conversations happening in adjacent rooms. You see the vague shape of somebody running around a corner. 
Looks like he's making a break for it. And Oren picks up speed. Well, I guess we're chasing at this point. So none of the people in that other room had any problem with us walking through. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Are we out of that room then? You are out of that room. Okay. I'm going to use another light side point. Okay. And I'm going to say that there are multiple avenues here. Yeah. So I'm going to tell Oren, I'm going to tell Oren, play 23, and he's going to go right, and I'm going to go left. Okay. Because remember, I've worked with, as much as I hate this dude, we we were on the same team for a long time. You've done this before. We've done this before. Yeah, you pass by open rooms, and you hear people say, Hey, what are you doing here? And you know that they're peeking out of their rooms and potentially coming after you and Oren now. As you round the next corner, you spot Thujir again at the end of the hall, and he is right outside a doorway, which closes up behind him. And you can tell it leads outside. So the door closes? Yeah, the door closes behind him. It's like a, an emergency exit. Okay. Where's Oren? Oren is at least one hall over somewhere. Okay. This building is old and built at the bottom, which I'm saying in air quotes because it's not the real bottom of Coruscant, but it's the bottom right. that everyone's aware of that mm-hmm. uh, was built over and over and over. And it's a little bit of a maze, but you saw this person exit the building and you can hear footsteps around uh, moving quickly, but aren't sure whether it's Oren or somebody else. Okay. So I go to the door mm-hmm. and I don't go blasting through it mm-hmm. because that is almost always a trap. If I was going to lay a trap, I would go through a door and then be on the other side waiting to shoot that person. So is the door openable? Yes, the door is openable. Okay, so what I do is I do this. I kick the door open and immediately hide just to one side of it. So the door goes flying open just to make sure that it's not a trap. Yeah, the door goes flying open and as you kick it, it swings wildly out. The street lights from outside pour into this space that you are in and the wet from out there sprays in as well. As you duck behind the left side of the door, you can see that there are people coming from behind you towards where you are right now. They all look like they maybe uh, work for a hut. Is Oren in front of them or behind them? Oren is off to the side. He's actually coming down a hallway that runs at a T-junction from where you are right now. Does it look like those guys are going to get to me first or Oren's going to get to me first? It looks like Oren's going to get to you first. Okay. I'm going to, I'm, I'm trusting Oren here, even though he's down here. I really kind of at this point don't necessarily think that Oren is out to get me because I believe if Oren was out to get me, he would have treated this situation different differently, right? He would have presented Mm -hmm. that early on and either shot me (laughs) Or just presented me right in front of all of these crime lords, which he would presumably be in with. So, I hope I'm not guessing this wrong. But since Oren's going to be the next one, I go through the door and I mm-hmm. poke my head back in. There's like a floor on the outside of this thing, right? It's not like yeah. a door yeah, to a an floor. open window or it something. It opens to an alley. There are trash cans, dumpsters, okay. a lot of garbage. So, I poke my head back in the door and I say, Oren, you better lock this thing. And then I book down the alley to go try to chase this guy down. Oren comes through the door, and if you were looking, you'd see him whip out his pistol and spin it and shoot the lock. That's what I'm talking about. Nice work. 
That's exactly what I was hoping for, by the way. That is perfect. So I, now I have just saved Oren's life. And so as I'm running down the street, I yell back at him, that's one for me, <laughs> keeping a sort of tally between us. You continue chasing Thuger. Um, you see him around a corner and getting a look at him now, you see that, yes, he's a military medic, but he's not terribly in shape. He is kind of a scrawny guy. And as you round that corner, we should do a check to see how well you catch up to him. Okay. We can do a streetwise, athletics, coordination. Oh, this is totally streetwise, and I'm going to explain why. Okay. Okay. So anytime you are running from the police, they are usually very good at a couple of things. Even though they appear to be out of shape, and sometimes they very much are, they have spent a career making it count when they need to. Okay, so they also have a lot of experience in chasing and taking down a person, which mm -hmm. is not something that normal people process very well in their minds, right? Mm -hmm. But I've done this a bunch of times, so I am not like freaked out in my head, you know, running crazy or anything like that after this person. Like I have a strategy as to where I'm gonna corner him, how I'm mm -hmm. gonna get there, what I'm gonna do when I get close to him, right? And so mm -hmm. that gives me an inherent advantage, which I definitely think is streetwise and maybe even worth an advantage on top of that. Like, this is my yeah. wheelhouse. I'm going to give you a boost. I'm also going to give Oren a boost for the same check. Okay. And it, we are both going to be rolling against um, this person's athletics because I don't think they're thinking straight to do anything that they would think is smart. Probably not. All right. So it's against two purples. Okay. We'll add a setback. Let's add a setback because it's it's raining and the streets are wet. So is that a black? Slippery. That's a black, yeah. Okay, so I got a yellow, three greens against two purples and a black. Yep. Three successes, two threats. Ooh, Oren rolled three successes too, but he rolled two advantages. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> I hate this guy. Do you have any talents you want to use? Or uh, yes. any, any donate for destiny things that you'd like to do? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to use those, but I do know that I have talents. Yeah. Well, basically, it works the same way as your second chances talent, which means you could Ooh. potentially use second chances twice in one scene. So I was donated a reroll, right? Yep. Well, so you you could reroll that, that yellow. That I want to reroll that yellow. All right, just roll a yellow. One yellow. Here we go, AJ. This is for you, buddy. Perfect. Oh, so you end huge. up with four successes and one threat. That came through in the clutch. That's what I'm talking about. Against Oren's three successes and two advantages. So how do you beat Oren to it? He's right on your heels at this at this point. He's very athletic and he has the same training that you do. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So Oren is chasing this guy and Stanton sees the opportunity to go high. And so he, he quickly scales one of those little emergency escape ladders mm -hmm. on these like sort of low crappy buildings right he's he's not like way high he's mm -hmm. like maybe like four five feet high so it's a it's a it's a shorter species that has these buildings and i think as you're going thujir knocks over a trash can and garbage scatters all over the all over the street sure and he kind of scrambles yeah. and as he rounds a corner Stanton's able to cut off a large bit of distance by going direct across the top of the building to where he's 
to where Thuja's going, and he just launches himself right off the top there at that, like, four-foot height and just takes him out clothesline style right around the neck into, of course, a big pile of garbage. Mm -hmm. And as you tackle him to the ground, a little drive comes scattering out of his pocket with your one threat. And with Rylar's two advantages, it skids right up to his feet. He bends over and picks it up. Well, what do we do here? Do you need me to arrest him? Rylar, I don't know if you have any idea what's going on here. Stanton, I don't know if you have any idea what's going on here. Is it possible that we both appreciate how big this could be and how deep this could go? He holds up that little drive. I don't think it's my job to know. My hand kind of goes over to where Faith is. And I say, you want to explain that a little bit more? His hand goes towards his blaster. I don't think you have jurisdiction here anymore. Well, well, well. Why don't you tell me, since you're in charge, what your plan is? And we'll see whether or not this is going to get ugly or whether or not we're going to part ways like we usually do. Can you at least put binders on the guy? Yeah, I don't think I have a problem with that. And so with my left hand in a very practiced move, I reach behind while keeping my eye on Oren and my right hand over by Faith. And I pull out the binders and I one-handedly clasp them on the hands around the back of Thujamar. Mm-hmm. Rylar takes that little uh, little drive, puts it in a pocket on his jacket. Why don't you explain to me what you've got? Then I'll tell you how I got here. All right. I've got a guy in my pocket that you are looking for. We all know this. This is how we started. By pulling at enough threads, I've found out that there might be some truth about some inhibitor chips that are remarkably successful. I'm about to use deception here. All right. Because I need it to preserve my life. You're going to roll deception against his vigilance. Oof. Now, I'm not dumb enough to walk in to the underbelly of all of Coruscant without having a whole bunch of copies ready to go to the Coruscant Free Press as soon as they don't hear from me in an hour. What they will find is a copy of a few inhibitor chips that are capable of controlling the minds of clones, so much so that with a mere word from Mr. Thujermar here, two of them shot each other in a databank. You feel Thujer struggle against your binders for a second as you're talking. So, knowing that if you shoot me, because whatever is going on with you is more important than my life, keep in mind that this all gets out. All right, so that's going to be a deception, and it's against him, and it's going to be against a red and a purple. Red and a purple. Two successes, three advantages. I'm very convincing. You're surprisingly convincing. <laughs> Oren says, well, I can't argue with that. Well, you've got something, but here's what I got. That Greenlee kid being set up. I don't want him. I want this guy that you've got here. Greenlee had nothing to do with it, and I know that. I saw that security footage, and I know that this guy is who we really need to take in. 
this drive that I have here is more important than anything that you're saying. You're, you're just saying conspiracy theories here. Take them to the take them to the press if you want, but this drive is is the most important thing. You know where we were tonight, right? I do know where we were. It was an auction. That's right. Now, if we were to saunter back in there, assuming we weren't shot instantly. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. No, I really wouldn't either. But I mean, you could. You could try. Just yet. Yeah, well, you know, I'll. You can Maybe go you first. You should actually. Just let me finish, Orn. If we were to somehow make it back in there alive, I'd be willing to say that there might be a buyer on the other end of this particular transaction for these things that you say are pretty important, but somehow aren't real concerned with me having. Listen, I'm just trying to do my job. You do whatever you want with these chips, whatever they are. If, if you want to bring him in with me, that's fine. You can take the credit. I don't care. I don't need the credit. What I need is the credits. How much are these chips worth to you? I don't know anything about them. Are you trying to blackmail me? No, I'm trying to figure out whether or not I need to sell these chips or not. Let me, let me pitch this to you first, though, before we even get to that. Are you willing to clear Enzo's name? You know that you can do that right on your data pad. I need my credentials. Fair enough. I have the credentials. Here's your credentials. You toss them to him. He grabs them, swipes them on the side of his data pad. Clearing the kid now. Should I look be good on to go. my data pad to confirm that he actually did it. The bounty disappears. Canceled. All right. This is a pretty good start, Oren. Now, what do we do about these chips? So I think your three advantages on this last check. Mm-hmm. I think two of them went to clearing Enzo. Fair enough. One of them could go to it being very clear on Oren Rylar's face that he has no idea what you're talking about with the inhibitor chips. Okay. All right. So I'm going to change my tactic then. When I see that Oren is just not registering this at all about these chips, I say, tell you what, all I really came here for was Enzo. That's done. You're already the hero upstairs. I got no interest in going back there. By the way, you might want to steer clear of the clones down in the medic center for a little while. What'd you do? Eh, just call it a professional courtesy. You hand over the prisoner? Yeah, I give him the prisoner. All right. He takes Thujir's arm and starts walking him towards the main street. What's what's Stanton going to do next? Enzo's cleared. There's clearly something huge going on here, but what it is is... I think that the mystery to Stanton is solved at this point. That the chips do what he thinks they do that this guy is clearly just a buyer and he probably works for the pikes but he could work for any one of those criminal syndicates and it honestly doesn't matter which one because they're just buyers in this thing so he still needs to know whether or not it's detectable by demo yeah let me let me clarify yeah. this. And I let him go because I really don't think he can do anything more for me other than my primary goal, which was to get Enzo out of it. He's my ticket to getting Enzo out. He's the trade yeah. to Enzo, right? Mm-hmm. The chips, I still have the chips. You do. And that's the now that's the most important thing. You grab a taxi. And would you head up to Ringo's where Demo is or back to your place? 
I'm not worried about going back to my place. Enzo can chill out in the room with the sandwich and the water. Yeah. So you head back up towards the Blacklight District. And as you go, enough time has passed that your comlink starts to buzz. It's Demo. Demo, now how is it that you have my comlink number and I don't get to have yours? Well, yeah, you know. You know. And I thought we were getting along so swimmingly. Are what we? do you have for me? I, well, I found something. I guess I should have led with that. It's deep. It's buried. It's 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 a weird string of code. Uh, something about orders. Hmm. It's gonna take some more time to fully crack it, but it's it's looking like what they're saying on the message boards might be true. All I can say to you, Demo, is I would like to hear back a little bit further from you, but maybe we should keep this between us. Yeah, probably not a bad idea. I kind of think this is the sort of thing that gets you blown up. Yeah, this might be that sort of thing. You might want to find a safe place for that ship you're holding. Yeah, you might want to do the same. How about I talk to you in 24 hours? You also might want to ditch your comlink. I'm way ahead of you, buddy. This isn't my first rodeo. You've been pinged. Yep. Now, I say that like I say that as though like I'm way ahead of him, but really mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, geez, I really have to ditch this comlink. <laughs> it had not occurred to me just how far that's gone already, but I know if it's coming from Demo, the tech specialist, that I am absolutely compromised on that front. So I tell Demo that I want to hear from him in 24 hours. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll call you then. I take my comlink, I pull out the chip on the inside of that, mm-hmm. and I put it under my boot and I smash it in the back of the cab and then I throw it out the out the top of the cab then I tell the driver to turn around go to my place getting back to your place you find Enzo and his girlfriend exactly as you've left them in that small safe room the remnants of sandwiches uh, in their plastic wrap on the floor they're both asleep leaning against one of the walls Enzo. Mm. Uh, hey, hey, what time is it? Oh, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't really work like that. Tell you what, mm. you can pretty much walk out of here and I will guarantee that you won't run into any clones unless they run into you for some other reason. What? For, for real? For real, buddy. He wakes up his girlfriend who's sleeping on his shoulder. <laughs> we... He, he did it. We, we can we can go. That's great. Uh, 50 credits? Yeah, whatever. Tell you what, uh, normally I work off of word of mouth. This is not one of those times. You might want to consider getting off planet for a little while. Okay, maybe, yeah, Dantooine? Yeah, go there, visit my family. Well, thank you, uh, Mr. Horn. Been a pleasure. Tell you what, start walking. The two of them leave. I go back into my safe room. I kind of look distastefully at the sandwich wrappers that are on the floor. I'm a little grumbly about that. (laughs) I open... There's no trash can. Another... I know there isn't. It's a (laughs) safe room. I open another little compartment. I take out a burner comlink that I have. Mm -hmm. And I put that in my pocket. And in my other pocket, I have the chips. And I take one of the chips out. And I just kind of look at the chip. And I say, you're going to be a big problem, aren't you? Stanton wakes up the next morning, sitting at his desk. There's a bottle on the right side. It's blaster on the left, just within reach. There's a knock on his door. 
A firm, insistent knock. Stanton more or less runs the same play that he did the last time when he hears that kind of knock, which is to draw faith and then go to the side of the door and say, yes. This is Executive Officer Pinnell, formerly of the Republic Security Force. Go on. I'm not sure we've met in the past, but if you'd let me in, I have something very important to discuss with you. I think you can keep talking from out there for just a little while longer. Mr. Horn, you may want to let me in. I've spoken with your former compatriot, Orin Rylar, about the events of last night. If you would open the door, you would see that I am unarmed and alone. I take a peek over at the camera that I have. Mm -hmm. Does he appear to be unarmed and alone? You see a, a human. He is wearing sort of the uh, something in between a uniform and something a little fancier, something uh, maybe a senator would wear. Okay. It's high-collared, and he's got a, uh, some bars on his chest, and coming down from the collar, sort of connected to the, the black tunic that he's wearing, is uh, it's sort of like a cape. Mm. And he does not look like he's armed. You don't see a weapon. He looks like money. He looks like money and power. Mm -hmm. Stanton goes back to his desk. He puts Faith into a little holder that's underneath the desk that is pointed at the other side, but you can't see it from where a guest would be sitting. And then he hits the button for the door to open. The door opens, and he stands there and smiles at you. Mr. Horn, I've heard all about what happened last night, and I'd like your perspective on it. You think you can walk in here and just ask me to start talking? Last night was what some might call a trial by fire. Let's call it a job interview. Mr. Rylar's former job. Where's Mr. Rylar now? I'm not at liberty to say. Hmm. This new empire has us rearranging what exists and finding new priorities for the safety of the galaxy. Somebody like you would be perfect for our new Imperial Security Bureau. What's in it for me? Well, higher pay. And he looks around and runs a gloved finger on a, across the, a tabletop, looks at the dust. A cleaner place to live, up near the surface if you like. Perhaps hmm. two windows, maybe three. If you desire, we could get you off of Coruscant. You could explore the galaxy. This is tempting. Can you give me a day or two to think about it? I do have other candidates in mind. Please give me a call as soon as you can. He pulls out a card and hands it to you. You see, you say that, but I don't quite believe you. How about 24 hours and I give you an answer? He turns to you and nods curtly, walks out. Well, then. <laughs> I think a lot of this is going to depend on a phone call from Demo. I don't know. I, I mean, Stanton is in a real wild spot here. I don't think that he would... He doesn't have any real reason to believe right now that the Empire is bad. It's true. He really doesn't love living down there. He's a little suspicious of what happened to Oren Rylar. But then again, he also knows that Oren <laughs> tends to... He doesn't have a super high opinion of him anyway, so there's a part of him that probably just assumes that Oren screwed up whatever he could. At the same time, he is really 
really suspicious of anything that's happening right now with this potential demo situation looming. So I don't think he's just going to sign up for this until he finds out what's going on. It is a long, stressful day for Stanton. And the call comes at about 11 at night. Hey, Stanton. Demo? So there are... Yeah, okay. This is intense. Um, This info probably shouldn't leave this conversation. Go on. There, There's a list of... of uh, of events basically embedded at the at the base level of these things super deep really hard to find things uh, they can make the clones do things i suspected as much are you in a safe place i mean i'm in my i'm in my safe room you're in your safe room yeah double airlock lots of security can see anybody coming do you think that's going to be enough if this gets out i'm counting on you to make sure this doesn't get out. I'm kind of counting on you as well. This puts us in an awkward spot, doesn't it? Nobody's getting through my security. How's yours? Probably not as good, but... Oh boy, Demo, what have we gotten ourselves into here? This is going to take some figuring out. We can't sell these, can we? I don't think so. I mean, we could. Nobody's If nobody's looking for them, the stuff, they're not going to find it. Here's the problem. We can't destroy these either. Why not? Because they're keeping us alive. Huh. You got a point. (sighs) I guess we're in this together. Demo, I'm going to make a move here that you're not going to understand. But you're going to have to try to trust me on this one, all right? Uh, what's the move? I'm about to acquire a couple more windows. Good, good, good for you. It's been nice talking to you, Demo. Keep in touch. Or, or don't. Probably not. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coruscant Nights. Coruscant Nights is a production of Nightcast Creative. To find out more about us and our projects, visit nightcastcreative.com. Thanks to James for playing on these episodes. Be sure to check out his podcast, The University of Coruscant. The University of Coruscant offers bite-sized in-universe dives into Star Wars history, lore, technology, and more. I can't recommend it enough. Download the University of Coruscant wherever you get your podcasts. Have you joined our Discord yet? Come hang out with other fans of Coruscant Nights in the other place and talk about the shows, your favorite RPGs, and other games. We've got monthly live-streamed games, shows like Behind the Mask with Sarah Joy, which you can also find on our YouTube, and board game nights. Check the show notes for a link.